voltou a insistir porque não percebi que estava que esclarecesse quais foram todas as entidades que, que estiveram envolvidas no projeto de proteção da zona económica exclusiva. Todas, se ainda tem memória. Aqui ah, eu enumerasse todas. Se tem memória, sim. Não tenho muita memória para isso. Obrigada. Mas estão nos documentos, né, Pensei Que devemos ter recebido, né? Welcome to the Zitimar podcast. Back after a bit of a hiatus. We've got some good episodes coming up in the pipeline, but couldn't resist a quick one today just to talk about the showdown currently going on at the Hidden Debts trial at the BO Maximum Security Prison just outside Maputo. Former President Armando Gabuza is wrapping up his two-day testimony today, having yesterday, as expected, tried as far as possible to pin the blame for the $2 billion scandal on his successor, Philip Nussi, who at the time was the country's defence minister. So I called up Fernando Lima this morning, who was in court yesterday, to discuss the implications of these momentous two days for the future of Mozambican politics. Okay, hello Fernando, thanks for joining me today, Friday 18th of February. Um, you're not at the trial today, but I know you were yesterday in the BO prison. Today you've got the trial on live stream in the background. It's quite an extraordinary day for Mozambican politics, I would say. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. It's a, it's a, a big day. It's the first time a president goes, uh, goes to court. Still, in terms of uh, facts, it's, there's very few facts. And basically, the president keeps telling uh, uh, the court that he cannot recall his actions. He keeps pushing... Uh, that the head of the operative uh, command should be called, which means he's pressing for President uh, Nussi to be called. And basically, and I think this is also uh, important, yesterday he assumed that he was responsible for the creation of the three companies, Mame, Matu, and Proindicus, plus the whole, the whole project. So besides that, Nothing extraordinary is happening with this audition of former President Armando Gebuza. So this morning we had the, the judge reading out um, current President Philippe Nussi's statements. So just to give some context for anyone who's not up to speed with exactly what we're talking about, this is um, former President Armando Gebuza is testifying in a trial around the famous hidden debts case uh, about these three companies that were set up to borrow $2 billion and spend on offshore security. And really the argument is um, between Gabuza, the former president, and um, his successor, Philippe Nussi, over whose fault this all was. Um, and it's, uh, it's almost a, a proxy way of a fight between the two men for power in the country, right? Although I suppose there are some real things at stake here as well in terms of potential prosecutions. Do, I mean, do you think there's there's potential for Gabuza to be prosecuted and become a defendant for his role in, in these deals being done? Well, I do not think that uh, something very spectacular will uh, happen to uh, to Mr. Gabuza, despite a number of commentators and uh, lawyers have said that Mr. Gabuza is the uh, moral author for all the things that went wrong in this uh, in this project but i don't think that this is the what is envisaged by uh, by this trial this trial 
wants to prove that uh, current regime is powerful enough to bring a uh, former president to court. This also means that eventually the image of the country can be improved and we will have back the international community and donor money flowing back to the country. Right. And I, but I, I suppose that can be jeopardized if Gabuza really wins the argument to say that Nusi was very closely involved in the setup of these deals and, and is to blame. And I know your view is um, that's, that's, that's not really the case and that, that Gabuza as president was the man who did it. We, we heard this, or the, the court heard this morning Nusi's declarations to the Attorney General made in 2018 that he didn't know about Emma Tum and Mam until they were until they came out in the press when the extent of the hidden debts were revealed. I mean, if he's really saying he didn't know about Emma Tum until 2016, even I knew about Emma Tum in 2014. You know, is Nusi really expecting us to believe he was that oblivious to what was going on? Well, I I doubt. I, I really doubt that he was not he was not aware. Being uh, part of the inner uh, the inner circle. I, I have doubts, but uh, I do not have any complementary evidence that could contradict uh, Nusi's uh, statement. Still, I find it rather strange that he could not be aware of, uh, of those companies. But uh, yes, what happened then, uh, at least at uh, other ministerial level, there were uh, uh, several ministers that they did not know at all what was going on in relation to this project. Uh, the position of the Minister of Defense, it's uh, quite a different one, but I don't have evidence to counter uh, that particular statement. Do you think um, part of the reason why Gabuza supported or didn't block uh, the, the choice of Nusi as, as his successor in 2014 was because he knew he was implicated in these deals. I've heard that uh, maybe conspiracy theory floated before. Uh, yes, uh, it's part of, it's kind of a, a revenge. You force me to come to, to court, I will try my best to have you in, in, in court. And I'm sure that this kind of uh, fight between the two will continue along uh, party lines where the next battles will be uh, fought, namely Central Committee and the Congress that will get will uh, will happen in September. Right, right. So this is a battle about who gets to choose the next president, partly, I guess. Oh, I'm I'm pretty clear that this is. This is part of it. And in the last two rounds within party ranks, Mr. Gebusa did not manage to make his point and it's, he was basically ignored. So eventually he will have a couple points in the, this hearing in court. So how do you think it's going for him um, so far from what you've seen from the first day and part of today? Well, I've mixed views on that because traditionally Mozambicans believe that a chief, someone in power, it's uh, controlling everything. 
and he knows everything, he decides on everything. So it's the most powerful person, the person in control. So I think it will be very annoying for ordinary Mozambique, Mozambican ear from his former head of state being repeated, going on again and again and again, saying he cannot recall, he cannot recall, he cannot recall. Okay, so he's not necessarily doing his, uh, doing his image a whole, whole lot of favors with this. No, no, no. Uh, in uh, um, more sophisticated environments, yes, it can, uh, it can be understood as someone that is uh, fighting a political battle, and that's why he decided to go that way. But for the ordinary Mozambican, I don't think it will be uh, well accepted to have too many I don't remember. Okay. And finally, do you think there is any chance that Newsy will be called to testify? There's been another call for that today um, by the Bar Association. Up to now, I thought that uh, there was still a window of opportunity. For example, I think after Gebuza's statements, it will be wise for Newsy to go to court and explain what was his role in this operative command. And he will then, will probably have an upper end on the, the former president. So by refusing or by this issue not be raised, I think an opportunity is being missed. Still, after uh, what I've said and what, are, uh, what I have heard from the judge this morning, Yes, at this point, I'm very pessimistic that something like that could happen until the end of this trial. I just want to move on to one um, one different topic while I've got you here. Uh, I don't know if this is one that you have insights into, but we, there's a story coming out of Brussels where Nusi is today at the EU-Africa Union summit. That French President Emmanuel Macron has uh, indicated that he wants the EU to provide funds for the Rwandan uh, effort in Cabo Delgado, to the surprise of no one, I suppose, because we, well, the prevailing narrative is that Rwandan forces are there to allow France's total energies to go ahead with its gas project. Um, do you expect a decision out of Brussels today? I mean, it's, it's just a week since Nusi was last there, but I suppose now he's there at the same time as Paul Kagame and the other SADC leaders. Um, we, could be, we could be expecting some kind of announcement today. Well, uh, this is one of the reasons this was kind of uh, this two-way trip uh, up, and, uh, up and down from uh, Maputo to, to, to Brussels. He was clearly trying to push for this uh, military support for the Rwandan and SADC contingent. And up to now, it seems that he will get something out of the European Union, despite uh, EU is too busy with the uh, Ukraine affair. Yeah, right. Yes, I, I, I wondered whether the Ukraine situation might even cause this whole summit to be cancelled, but it, it's clearly gone ahead. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's get back to watching the trial. Um, do you think they'll finish with Gabuza today or might he have to come back next? Yes, week? they will finish with Gabuza today. Well, there'll be a lot more on that story. Uh, we've got a story already up on Zitamon.com from yesterday's proceedings. 
there'll be another one uh, tonight or tomorrow morning about what's happened today. Look out too for our new politics weekly newsletter, uh, the first edition of which I am preparing to publish over the next 24 hours. That's aiming to take a closer look at developments in Mozambican politics as we come into the electoral cycle. And indeed, as we mentioned in this podcast, Frilimo choosing their next presidential candidate. There are local and provincial elections already next year and the year after presidential elections again. Thank you for listening to the Zitimar podcast. We'll be back next week. Thank you.